We are joined by Mark Tauscher, Wilde and Tausch, ESPN Milwaukee, 9 to noon. Tausch, thank you so much for being with us. Love my Wednesdays with the boys. Uh, we do, too. So the GM has spoken. Packer fans are talking about Rasul Douglas being traded. I think it's not so much about the fact that Douglas was traded. It's about this is a clear sign that they can call it what they want, but they know they're not going to make the playoffs this year. And if they were 6-1, and one, they wouldn't have traded Douglas. How do you evaluate what went down with the Douglas trade? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. And I heard Goody discussing it, and it was too good of an offer to pass up. And I don't think he was looking to necessarily dump Razul Douglas, but I also think he's disappointed in the start that this season's had. And it's not acknowledging that it's a rebuild, but I think anytime you're always looking to the future and that is more of a condition as far as why you're making selections, why you're trading, why you're making transactions – it kind of tells you where you're at. And this wasn't the case where Razul Douglas wasn't playing well and it was Bambi being a malcontent. This was just, we're building to the future. I like to get a pick in the top 100. Razul Douglas is going to allow us to do that, and that's the way we're going to go. So no question, I think, that it sets the tone for where the mindset of this organization is right now through seven games of this season. How do you think Matt LaFleur reacted when Goody said, hey, I got a line here. We're going to trade one of our very few veteran players and a starter. Yeah, uh, I think he's disappointed. And I'll be cur- curious uh, when Matt LaFleur speaks how how his press conference goes in comparison. But there's no doubt coaches look at things completely different than general managers do. And that's why I think it's good to have two differing points of view, but you want them to make sure that everybody's in agreement as far as the direction you're going. I'd be fascinated to find out if that is the case because as a coach, all you really care about is winning games. You're not interested in what draft pick is coming in 2025 or anything else. It's Are you helping me make this football team better this year? The answer to this move is no, you're not. And so I'm sure Matt LaFleur is frustrated. I'm sure he's he's obviously already frustrated in the fact that this team is 2-5 and five and that they're struggling as much as they are. And then you take one of your leaders that you went to and had discussed and is kind of talking through with some of the younger players, and then a couple days later he's traded away. I can't imagine uh, Matt LaFleur is super excited about what just transpired the last 24 hours. So what's the locker room dynamic like, Tausch? I, I know the trade deadline wasn't as big of a deal when you played. It was really rare to see trades made. Now they happen with greater frequency. But what does that, ha- what does that do to the locker room when a deal like this is done, in your opinion? So it always sends a message, and we saw this with the Brewers last year, right? When Josh Hader got traded, it it sent it sent tsunami-like waves through that locker room. I don't think this obviously isn't as big, but what it tells you is just like when you pick up players and like when Von Miller went to the Rams, everybody got excited because then you know, hey, the organization believes in us that we're going to get it done this year. So on the flip side of that, obviously players will do that, but this is just a different locker room. I can't remember a locker room ever being this young, so most of these guys are probably like not really having much of a clue as far as what's going on. They're just worried about trying to get their job done and not looking at the overarching what's going on outside by making a trade like this. So I don't think it's going to have the same effects. But for some of the guys that have been around five, six years, uh, if you thought that it wasn't a rebuild or if you thought that it wasn't um, you know, a, going in a different direction, 
you probably saw that that was the way things were leaning after you saw what transpired yesterday. Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher with us on WTMJ. So I was talking to a couple of folks around the office here, folks you probably know, and they were saying they're not even interested in watching the games anymore. They're just not. They're going to the grocery store and said they're doing things at the movie theater. They're, they're not watching the games. That's where we are already in the season. From a player's perspective, Tausch, what do you say to somebody who says, I'm kind of out already. You guys do what you do. There's no chance you make the playoffs. Uh, you guys as a player will say, we want to win. That's what we're out there for, and we're professionals. We're going to blah, 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 blah. But as a player, when you know that's where the season is and you're a third of the way through the season, discuss what that means. Well, as a player, you can't worry about all that. I mean, it's human nature that you'll think it and you'll see it, but you're going to be judged on how you finish the season. And uh, you know, For me, the 2005 season was our worst. We finished 4-12, and but... I look back at that now with probably about as much pride as I do with any part of my career because I played a good I had a good year and it's a lot harder to stay focused and to do that but I I think I, I took a lot of pride in the fact that I did and most of these guys again the young players they're trying to establish themselves and they're they're looking at this as great opportunity for me to have a great career the older guys that have contracts it's hard because you know you only have a certain amount of NFL years, 10, 11, whatever it is, and one of these years is probably not going to result in what everybody's chasing, which is a Super Bowl. So you can be frustrated, but this is where your professionalism and your example needs to shine even more. It's really easy to go into a locker room when you're 10-1 and one and you're going to be a playoff team and you got a quarterback, all those things. That's easy and fun. It's hard when you're 2-5 and five and you think that your team's trading pieces away. That's when you get tested as far as how you are professionally, and that's where you need guys to rise up. And I think that's another part of the evaluation process. As you're changing core players and you're going young, who's with us on this journey? You need to showcase to, to the GMs, and even if you end up with new people, you want to put that out there on tape that you're one of those guys. Were you a minion for Halloween? I was, uh, I think it's Drew, right? The dude? Oh, yeah, yeah. Drew or Grew? Yeah, Grew. Whatever that was, <laughs> that's who I was. Yes, the kids were minions. Sarah was, I think, Mrs. Grew or Drew, and I was whoever that is. Yeah, I'm not a minions fan. So, so what's the outfit then? What, what did you wear? Uh, so in essence, I wore a black uh, sweater with the with the gray and black scarf with a ball cap or the bald cap, and I'm trying to think what else. Oh, and then I had the long nose uh, nose costume piece to it. So <laughs> oh, that nice was one. what. Uh, yeah, Eleanor dyed her hair. She did, the, and Max had the full on minions costume. So uh, we were all decked out. It was. Uh, it was fun for the five minutes that we did. It. Magic <laughs> dressed up like a hot dog in the studio I did. yesterday. It was nice. It was, it was warm. A full hot dog. Yeah, it was funny. Somebody was talking yesterday. Uh, I think it was on our morning show. I think Vinny was saying, everybody send in, everybody from WTMJ sent pictures in, and it was mostly when you were a kid. Like, Bill Stead had a hilarious costume on, or he was smoking a candy <laughs> cigarette and stuff. And they said, well, yeah, Matzik sent all, sent all his in, and it's all from his last five years. Yeah, recent. Yeah. And I said, that is exactly what Greg Matzik would do. <laughs> What kind of candy got handed out at the Tauscher house? Uh, we did the full size. We went big this Atta year. boy. 
That's what I'm talking I, about. Were there yeah. kids? I mean, it, it was like, it was frigid. It was like no, it was, We didn't get the snow that you guys got. Oh, really? We didn't get the snow. So, oh. We yeah, usually we, get 100 kids. We, were we had 25 kids. Out. We had almost no kids last night. It was terrible. Ugh. That's disappointing. Maybe yeah. you should open it up and do it again tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad I, I idea. Think it, I think it's because John hands out popcorn. What do you think? Popcorn, yay or nay? That's... Uh, not going to be a huge hit, then. <laughs> no, it is. The kids love it. They each get their own size sounds popcorn. Like Twenty-five, yeah. They like it. Like Twenty-five kids. No, popcorn. they they okay. they love the popcorn. Keep telling yourself. Keep telling yourself that, John. That's a that's a good <laughs> no, sign. Yep, sticking, they love it. I'm sticking with the popcorn. It's popcorn or bust. He is Mark Tauscher, ESPN Milwaukee. Wildey and Tausch, nine a.m. to noon. Always fun, Tausch. Thank you so much. You bet. Thanks, guys.